and welcome to season two of Hot Air Diviners, a podcast about astrology, tarot, and the art of divination. I'm your host, Lauren, the cosmic queen of chaos. Join me on this journey as I explore the archetypal expressions through the lens of astrology, tarot, and beyond. And this season, I'll be talking to guest diviners, learning about different divination practices, and exploring how divination can help us understand ourselves and the world around us. Hi, Natasha. Hello, Lauren. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm I'm doing good, too, I think. Um, so if you're not new here, you may have noticed that we had a little bit of a change to the intro. And there's also uh, a little bit of a change, or not a little bit of a change, I guess a pretty big change <laughs> to uh, the podcast going forward. Do you want to tell us about that, Natasha? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I guess so. Um, Yeah. Going forward, Hot Air Diviners is a Lauren Fire Moon Astrology show. I'm kind of bowing out. Um, I guess not kind of. I am. I am bowing out. (laughs) I will still be (laughs) hanging around as a beloved listener uh, and perhaps, perhaps a future guest somewhere down down the road. Um, Definitely going to hold you to that. So, <laughs> yeah, can't can't get rid of me. Uh, but yeah, I I won't be here for every episode anymore. It's a big decision, but it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm mostly here right now just to reassure listeners that uh, Lauren and I didn't have some big fight and like quit being friends or anything uh, no. horrible like that. No. Um, this is 100% <laughs> a, a me decision. Just a lot of stuff on my plate. And also I feel like I'm not very good at editing audio. <laughs> I mean, I'm not either, but here I am. <laughs> but I guess I guess I hate it more is what I'm really trying to say. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of that's that's what's up. Yeah. But so like going forward, what I think I'm gonna do is uh bi weekly format since it will be um me doing all the production and editing of the podcast and so I want to stick with like you know an episode per month with the astrology transits and some tarot cards but I would also like to start featuring every other episode different guest diviners um, you know that use different techniques whether it be tarot or anything you know and uh, yeah so we'll still have diviners but sometimes it'll, it'll just be a divine yeah, diviner, without the S. Just it'll me. be the divine Lauren. It'll be the guiding divine... you through the month <laughs> astro weather. Um, yeah, it's still gonna be great. It's just gonna be different. <laughs> it really might not be divine, but you know, <laughs> it'll be fine. Not divine. <laughs> yeah, no, you've got this. I'm so, super excited to see what you do with the show. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm, I guess I'm kind of excited too. Uh, it's bittersweet because I was listening back to our last episode with the uh, full moon and Aries. Was it episode 20, I think? Season yeah, one, I episode so. 20? And uh, just what we were talking about, the upcoming eclipse season. And you had pulled a couple of cards there that <laughs> are really interesting in hindsight, I think. It was... Um, 
Well, shit, I forgot what they were. What were they, Natasha? I asked you about them. <laughs> it was death and the eight of wands reversed. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which feels super, super on the nose for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I pulled them like just in general for like the episode and kind of the mm-hmm. the vibes or whatever. But yeah, I think, you know, during our little our little break, it just became overwhelmingly obvious to me that I was overwhelmed. Yeah. There's <laughs> just a lot of different things. Um a lot of different commitments on my plate, both professional and uh also just personal. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on so it was a tough call but it was like this this is probably the most challenging fit as far as like skill set and what I feel comfortable doing um and I have no regrets because it was something I had wanted to try for like a really long time Mm -hmm. um but sometimes sometimes you just gotta fuck around and find out and that's the only way to find out yeah (laughs) spoken like a true Gemini (laughs) oh gosh yeah so I had a lot of fun but it was like this this doesn't really feel super sustainable for me (laughs) to like continue doing so Mm -hmm. yeah it's really interesting for me because I had I had thought about starting a podcast too on my own but I don't know if I would have ever really have have done it on my own I don't know if I would ever have started um so it's really interesting to have like started this this journey with you or before I guess I you know with the idea of maybe somehow doing a podcast on my own but then we started this and I was like oh this is much better but somehow I still ended up you know <laughs> ended up, I, I ended up you know there <laughs> yeah <laughs> that makes sense it's it's so funny because like starting new things especially like projects like this can feel just so intimidating to do by yourself because I had also like almost started a podcast on my own multiple times I was just like I can't I just can't do this by myself I need to do it with someone else um and so like getting to do it with you has been an awesome experience and I just think it's kind of funny that like in in doing this thing that we had both thought about doing on our own I think what we found is you know that we revealed some strengths for you and some weaknesses for me (laughs) you know that's that's kind of why we're landing where we are now it's like you definitely um despite the fact that I am a a double air sign or whatever in my big three it's like I'm not very good with the words when they're out loud (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like that sound way better in my head every time (laughs) well I mean I feel like same um but yeah I um I feel like if I had done it on my own, if I hadn't had the structure you provided to start off, um, I probably would have just fizzled out or never even gotten there. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for providing that that uh, um, help creating this stable foundation that um, <laughs> I now have to not let crumble. <laughs> I believe in you. You've got this. Thank and I, I am honored to have been a part of it in the beginning. So I'm, like I said, I'm super excited to see where the show goes. I'm definitely still around mm-hmm. um, as a listener. Yeah. The future is bright. 
the future is bright. <laughs> so do you want to share with everyone uh, your maybe some of your socials or where they can find you and, and kind of follow and keep up with um, what's going on in, in your world? And, yeah, um, maybe sure. Thank new you. exciting things that you might be doing <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not like falling off the face of the planet or anything. Just just the podcast for a while. Uh, you can still find me as The Present Pursuit uh, on Instagram and on Substack. And I will be, I'm kind of in the middle right now of revamping my own Substack. And that's part of why, you know, I'm stepping away from, from this show is realizing that I definitely feel more comfortable writing and I'm trying to focus a lot more of my effort in that direction and it will be mostly uh, tarot focused. Uh, it will definitely be revolving around tarot themes and whatnot so definitely check it out if you're still interested in that and very soon I will be launching a tarot column where readers can submit questions and I will answer them uh, all in my newsletter. So if you if you want a free tarot reading, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who uh, does keep an it? eye on those socials. So, yeah, that's awesome. So I guess now why I'm going to transition into the remainder of the first episode uh, solo, and this is going to be about the new moon in Scorpio with the theme of death and rebirth. That seems very fitting here. So thank you, Natasha, for coming on and uh, just kind of explaining how things worked out and where we're headed from here. That was weird. <laughs> I don't I was like, how do you fake say goodbye? Because it's not really truly goodbye. Yeah. At least, at least for us. Um, but yeah, so much love. Wishing you all of the best. And we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye for now. Yes. <laughs> All right. It is just me now, Lauren, and I am recording this episode on November 10th, just a few days ahead of the new moon in Scorpio. But before I jump into the current astrology, I want to do a quick recap of the past month's transits because we're coming off of eclipse season where we had the first eclipses in the sign of Libra, or the first eclipse, not eclipses, in the sign of Libra, which happened on October 14th, followed by our last eclipse in the sign of Taurus, which happened on October 28th. Uh, that was a full moon lunar eclipse. Of course, it's not the last ever eclipse in Taurus, but this was the final in a series, and we won't be having eclipse. We won't be having eclipses returning to the sign of Taurus for another nine years. How eclipses manifest uh, is different for everybody. For me, for example, the uh, Taurus Scorpio eclipses were happening in my third and ninth house, and it was also a nodal return for me. And nodal returns only happen every 18 years, so that was a pretty significant. The a first eclipse in Taurus coincided with my beginning to formally study astrology back in 2021. And this final lunar eclipse uh, in Taurus has coincided with the transition of being a co-host on a podcast to being the host. 
So the theme of endings and new beginnings has really presented itself in or on this platform because if you, well, the ninth and third house, the ninth house astrology is very much um, a significator of that house as well as higher education. So I, you know, I started learning astrology formally when the eclipses began and when the node shifted back in the spring of 2023, just this past spring, that is when Natasha and I started this podcast together. The node shifted to the Aries Libra axis, which in my chart is the second and eighth house, which is all about um, my resources in the second house and other people's resources in the eighth. And so it's really interesting that now we have just come off this final eclipse in Taurus and the first eclipse in the sign of Libra, which Libra is the sign all about, um, or it's ruled by Venus and it's all about harmony, um, cooperation. And so being a a podcast there, I'm talking about astrology where I had a co-host and now I am solo. It very much comes through with the theme of endings and new beginnings. For some of you, the eclipses may have been more intense and others not so much. And that will depend on your own natal chart and what houses in the chart these signs occupy, uh, whether or not you have planets, placements, or even your natal nodes in uh, these signs. So if you have your nodes in the signs of Taurus and Scorpio, you probably went through a big transitional period or at least some type of transitional period in the last two years. And if you have your uh, natal nodes or planets and placements in the sign of Aries and Libra, then it's probably likely that the next two years, well, starting back in, in this past spring, uh, over the next two years that you may be experiencing uh, different changes and transitions. And it all depends on what houses these eclipses will be occurring in as well. If they're happening in the 1st, 4th, 7th, or 10th houses, which are the angular houses, they're more likely to be more impactful as opposed to some of the other astrological houses. So moving on to the upcoming new moon in Scorpio. So the new moon in Scorpio is happening on November 13th at 4.25 a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. And the new moon is conjunct Mars in Scorpio, and it's in opposition to Uranus in Taurus. So uh, new moons, of course, this is the beginning of a new cycle, and it has a very uranium signature to it with that Uranus opposition. The last time, uh, or notably, the last time Mars was conjunct the sun was October 7th of 2021, uh, so really close there to the uh, nodal eclipses that started as well. Um, and that was in the, but that was in the sign of Libra. The new moon in Libra was actually occurred one day prior to that uh, sun Mars conjunction on 10-6. When planets make conjunctions to the sun, it's like a reseeding or renewal of that planet's cycle. Uh, kind of a, again, the theme of death and rebirth, new beginnings and endings, the previous Mars cycle coming to a close and a new cycle beginning. So that's kind of where we are right now. And I drew some cards for this episode just to kind of get the feel for 
um, the energy or maybe get some inspiration. And I drew, or actually I didn't draw, they, they, they just both jumped out right together as I was shuffling the tower, which is very on the nose, and justice. The reason I say, if you don't know the, why the tower is kind of very on the nose, because the tower card itself um, is associated with kind of that Mars Uranus energy with Mars or the the destruction kind of symbol symbology of the tower card and if you're looking at the tower card um, depending on what deck but if you're looking at like the standard rider weight uh, tower card it's a, a tower um, that has been struck by lightning it's on fire and there are people falling from the building it's very ominous <laughs> and uh, and then there's justice so it's kind of like a a, a big shake-up moment is what it's indicating but also finding um, balance or striking an equilibrium with the justice card kind of after after the dust settles. But this is just one way or archetype that can be represented by the upcoming new moon in Scorpio. Uh, however, I don't want anybody to panic and run around like their hair's on fire because it's not always... Uh, it's not always an ominous thing. Uh, like, you know, again, going back to endings and new beginnings, when we started this podcast, there were two of us. And as of just recently, it is it is me. So that was a, an ending of the time where, you know, there were two of us on the podcast. And the new beginning is me starting off on this new adventure by myself it is scary like it is scary because i went from having somebody else to talk to to talking into the void um yeah <laughs> but it's also very exciting because um it presents new opportunities i'm looking forward to bringing uh different diviners onto the podcast and learning new things from other people sharing those things with everyone listening and just just exploring in a different way and maybe who knows where this is going to go so again the new moon in scorpio is happening on november 13th 2023 and it's a powerful time for transformation and rebirth the conjunction of the sun moon and mars in the sign of scorpio brings like a renewed sense of passion and purpose uh, mars rules the sign of scorpio so it's very well placed there and it's very auspicious for uh, starting new things but while the opposition in uranus or the opposition from uranus in taurus can shake things up and it can help us break free from old patterns so just to kind of recap on the tarot cards the tower injustice suggests that uh, maybe now is the time for letting go of what no longer serves us and making uh, a path or a way for new beginnings some other themes that could be present during this transit of course i've said already death and rebirth uh, time for letting go of old patterns and beliefs that no longer serve us it can be a time of great upheaval but it's also a time of uh, or a time for great potential and growth another theme balance and harmony the opposition of mars and uranus can or oppositions are or the nature of oppositions are um, tension and can and conflict but it can also help us to find balance and harmony 
change and transformation, which is just kind of uh, very similar to the whole death and rebirth, uh, new beginnings and endings. But this is a, a good time for change and transformation. And we may experience major changes in our personal lives, careers, our relationship. It will all depend on uh, what house this is happening in the natal chart. So I guess if you're feeling called to make changes in your life, this is a great time to do that. Um, the new moon in Scorpio can kind of help you to let go of the old and embrace the new. Exciting times, folks. It's exciting times. So I guess now would be a good time to transition into the tarot spread. So for this tarot spread, I'm going to be using the Tower and Justice as inspiration for the questions we can ask ourselves. The Tower card can be kind of scary to draw because we're all a little bit resistant to change, especially when that change is coming in suddenly or unexpectedly. But the Tower doesn't always signify like some event that is happening to us. Sometimes our tower moments are self-initiated. They can be kind of a, a light bulb moment of realization where possibly old ideas, ideals, and patterns of thinking crumble. The justice card here I think is to remind us that even if we get knocked down or we have maybe drastic shifts in our lives, we you know we have to stand back up and recenter ourselves on on a new path uh, justice is the card of the scales and balance so it's about finding that that new balance that new center and learning from that tower moment starting fresh and hopefully on on more stable ground so i've come up with a simple three question or three card spread for um, this episode and the Martian and Uranium themes that are coming through with this new moon. And so I have basically just three simple questions. Um, the first, how can I initiate positive change in my life? The second question is, where can I find comfort and inspiration? Because change is um, often difficult and um it's not very comfortable <laughs> and sometimes uh, maybe we get a little bit stuck in trying to initiate change as well so uh, yeah where can I find comfort and inspiration and the last question is kind of pulling from that that justice energy and asking what can help me to move forward in a more balanced way. So I'm going to shuffle the cards and see what we get. And let's see if I can do a halfway decent job of maybe just trying to do a general interpretation. All right, let's see what we get. All right, so the first question again was how can I initiate positive change in my life? And I'm using the Lightseer's deck because it's, well, it's one of the nicer decks that I have and it's my favorite. Okay, but anyways, like I said, the first question is, how can I initiate positive change in my life? And for this, I have drawn the Knight of Pentacles. So the Knights are sometimes seen as messengers in the standard rider weight, this knight is like sitting on a plain horse, um, kind of overlooking a, a plowed field, holding 
a coin in his hand. Uh, to me, this brings a message of dependability and reliability. It's actually funny what's coming up for me with this card is, or because as I was talking with Natasha about moving forward with the podcast on my own, I was concerned about, you know, my ability to hold myself accountable um, to deadlines and getting things done. You know, because it's easy to be accountable when you have somebody else depending on you, but self-accountability is actually a little bit more difficult, or at least it is for me. I think that this night is telling me that I need to work on trusting myself to be accountable, but also to hold myself accountable. Uh, That may not seem like a difficult thing, but for my ADHD brain, it's (laughs) actually quite a challenge, so... (laughs) And uh, anyway, so the next card or the next question was, uh, where can I find comfort and inspiration? And for this, I drew the world, which is really interesting. So for me, this is just my own view of this card. The card speaks to me or, or speaks to the fixed signs of the Zodiac, Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. And they're often pictured, uh, depending on which deck, but they're often pictured in um, this card, usually like in the corners. And the fix, but the fixed signs have an ability to stay fixed or focused, or at least more so than the cardinal or mutable signs. And the world card itself is a very positive message about achievement. It's a reminder, you know, not to give up hope, to stay focused on your goals. And by doing that, you can hopefully achieve some success. And it's also a reminder to me personally to celebrate the small milestones, like producing and recording this first episode all on my own. So, (laughs) okay. And last but not least, I actually had to take a pause here and think about this card for a minute because... Um, well, I'll read the question first. The the question again was, what can help me to move forward in a more balanced way? And I drew the five of pentacles here. So this is typically a difficult card. And for me, it's kind of hard to understand how this card can indicate moving forward in a more balanced way. But just taking time to look at um, the card... And also or the card from the Lightseer's Tarot and also the Standard Rider Weight. Both versions depict people that are having a pretty difficult time, like a sort of weathering the storm. In the Rider Weight version of the Five of Pentacles, you have two people who are trudging through the snow. And behind them, there is what appears to be a church or a sanctuary of sorts. In the Lightseer's deck, you have a woman sitting on the ground outside of a door with her knees folded up to her chest. And she appears to be crying, like as if she's locked out and all alone. But in the corner, uh, there's a key. However, because her head is down in her needs, she doesn't seem to see the key. So in both cards, 
the people don't seem to realize that there is help available to them. It's like they're so focused on weathering their storms that they don't realize that if they just stopped and looked around that maybe help is available to them. So again, the question, what can help me move forward in a more balanced way? And I think that the Five of Pentacles here is saying when times are difficult, we can get caught up or so wrapped up in our own troubles, struggles, problems, or whatever, that we may kind of sulk into them and wrap ourselves up in our burdens like a blanket of isolation, sort of. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, kind of, or a kind of like a shield that just helps us to bear through, you know, whatever pain that we're enduring. So I think the five is a reminder that if we drop our shields and are willing to kind of let down our walls, may, or we may see that there's always help available in some form or another, as long as we're willing to see it and accept it. Yeah, so maybe we don't have to walk our paths alone. We can find some sort of sanctuary or help in the storm. All right, I guess that's it. I've come to the end of my first solo episode. Hooray, celebration. <laughs> I will post the uh, tarot spread on the Instagram page at Hot Air Diviners if you would like to use it. Please, or if you do use it, please uh, let us, or let me know. And if you found me talking into the void all by myself, completely boring. Uh, <laughs> no worries. I am planning on having a guest on for the next episode, which will be out in two weeks. This episode should be out on November the 12th, Sunday, November the 12th, in time for the new moon in Scorpio. Hopefully, I make the deadline. If not, then sorry, it'll be on <laughs> whenever you're listening to it. <laughs> if you have questions, suggestions, input, info, anything you want to share, uh, you can send a message to the Hot Air Diviners Instagram page at Hot Air Diviners or email me at hotairdiviners at gmail.com and I will talk to you all next time. Have a great new moon in Scorpio. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Hot Air Diviners. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen. By leaving a review, you not only show support for the show, but you also help others discover the podcast. If you're interested in more Hot Air Diviners content, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Substack at Hot Air Diviners. If you have a comment or question you'd like answered on the show, you can email me at hotairdiviners at gmail.com. And if you want more information on booking an astrology reading with me, you can find a link with that info in my bio at firemoonastrology on Instagram. Thanks for being here and talk to you next time. Bye.